is Wednesday, February 6th, 2019. And I will tell you right now that I did not waste any of my time listening to our horrible president give his State of the Union address. I actually, I totally forgot to watch the Stacey Abrams um, response afterwards. So I was able to watch that this morning and she's a, she's a very smart lady. She speaks very well. She did a good job of um, pretty much going over what the Democrats think should happen and so forth. But um, I also saw, of course, the news because I always watch the news in the morning. And they, of course, went over um, Trump's speech and gave the highlights of things that he talked about and so forth. And I, you know, whatever. But one thing I thought was interesting was, or funny, was that on both on Twitter and on Facebook, I keep seeing these little memes about Nancy Pelosi and how she invented the fuck you applause or clapping, fuck you clapping, because there's a like a quick little video of her clapping and she's got her hands a little bit twisted and she's looking right at him and it's like almost like fuck you clapping. So I thought that was funny and she invented it. She doesn't even know she invented it though. But I did not waste my time watching it last night. I'm trying to remember what did I watch. I may have watched some stuff on my DVR. I don't know, but I did not watch them. Um, something else I thought was interesting or funny last week. It was a lot, no, earlier this week. Um, on Sunday, uh, Big Fatty uh, announced to the uh, number one fan, number one, number two, number three fans of the, uh, Big Fatty Online. And of course, I was very disappointed that I was not selected. And I have no idea who the person is that he selected. I think her name was Tiffany. I'm not sure. But um, of course, I was disappointed. But here's the thing. At the beginning of that show, he played a clip that I um, was was from my show, and I, you know, of course, I love how he plays the music with it. But I think the clip was um, I was doing a podcast with a long, long time ago with Chef Mark, and I think Big Fatty may have even been on it, or maybe not. But I, I said um, when Big Fatty says that he does not use the computers or the cell phones, he means it. <laughs> And that was on the beginning of that show. And then, then the very next day on Monday, I think it was, that I was on the opening clip there too. So I just love being on the opening of Big Fatty. <laughs> now he'll take that out and make a clip of it. <laughs> but anyway, I just get so excited. Like It was Monday afternoon. I was um, running, not running, I was walking on the treadmill to get my steps in and my exercise in. And uh, I listened to... Um, you know, I was catching up from the Super Bowl one and Monday show, so I, wanted, I listened to two at the same time, and I heard all that, and I just thought that was funny. And I'm laughing on the treadmill. And there was another lady in there, and she looked at me like, "What are you laughing about?" <laughs> but she saw my headphones, so she knew I was listening to something. So it wasn't like it was just out of you know out of the blue, random. Anyway, um, I want to go back to last week's podcast because I, I was talking about Netflix recommendations, and I got a couple. Um, if I go to my Twitter account, I got one from Nessa, or she, um, what was it? She said, oh, Sex Education is an excellent show on Netflix, and I still have not watched that one yet, but Nessa, know that I will definitely be um, watching that uh, show, because I've, I've seen you know a couple of previews now, and now they say there's going to be a second season, so I'm definitely going to be watching that. Now, um, so the, I want to get back to what I was talking about. Um in the time that, um, well, in the time, I don't know, one day last week, I don't remember what day it is, Scotty sent me a quick little voicemail and made a recommendation, and I'm going to play that voicemail now, and you will hear what recommendation he made. I'm spinning around 
and Archer. This is Scotty Rosie Butler, and I'm calling with a Netflix recommendation. Cue the music. Oh, yeah, you don't have any music. It's not Big Fatty. Okay, look this show up right now. Hang up this call and type it in. Are you ready? Cuckoo. C-U-C-K-O-O. It is so funny. It's a British comedy. There's, I think, four seasons. Um, there's a twist at the beginning of season two, which I can't tell you about because it will ruin it. But I seriously think it is the funniest thing, funniest TV show I have watched in, I don't know, 10, 20 years. Um, anyway, give it a bell. Happy February. Bye. So, Scotty, thank you very much for giving that recommendation. And, yes, I do not have any music for you. (laughs) I thought that was funny. That was a little bit of a quiet part there. But um, I want to say thank you so much for the recommendation of Cuckoo because I actually went on Netflix and I found it. And I watched the entire first season and absolutely loved it and laughed and thought it was great. And then I began watching the second season. And you're right, the the, uh, twist or whatever you want to call it, the surprise twist at the beginning of the second season, um, I did not like, and I'm having a hard time sticking with it. Like I watched, I've watched, I think three episodes into the second season and I'm not so sure I'm going to stick with it. It, The changes were, or the, um, surprise was too big. And I don't think I I can stick with, I mean, I might try, but generally right now I'm just thinking that I, I just, I don't think I can do it, Scotty. Um, Tell me if it gets better or, or if, if anything else changes because I just can't, I can't take the surprise. So anyway, I'm not going to give it away, but people, if you need something to watch, go watch Cuckoo, C-U-C-K-O-O. As Scotty said, it's a British comedy and they do have four seasons. He is correct about that. And here's the cool thing, I think. Each season is only six episodes long. And I think these are like half-hour shows, something like that. So you can watch, you know, an entire season, an hour and a half, or, or no, two hours, or something like that. Wait a minute. <laughs> Six would be two, three hours. <laughs> I don't know. But one day I watched the entire first first um, season. Anyway, I don't know if I'll, you know, um, continue watching it or not. But other than that, that's the only two recommendations that I got. From um, Nessa and Scotty. But that's okay because I, I have lots of things to watch. And um, I, I finished watching something since last week. Now I can't remember what it was. I have no idea. But I will continue to watch lots of stuff on Netflix and Hulu. Oh, on Hulu I'm watching. Oh, let me go to Hulu. What is that, is that I'm watching on Hulu? Is it the same show I talked about last week? Oh, no, I found a whole new one. Last, remember last week I was talking about, please like me, <laughs> excuse me, please like me the show on on Hulu. Well, I was, I don't know how I found this. Maybe someone on Twitter posted it. But I found this show called Letter Kenny. L-E-T-T-E-R-K-E-N-N-Y. Letter Kenny. And it's a town in Canada and a bunch of, um, I'm going to say 20-somethings, um, kind of sit around and don't do anything. And the, the, the one main character is like the, um, what do they say, the strongest or toughest man in Letterkenny. 
and I've watched, I don't know how many episodes I've watched, but they're only like 20 minutes long, 22 minutes long, something like that. And it's like, a, it has really like a dry sense of humor. You have to really like, like this kind of humor to enjoy the show. But I'll just, that's about all I'm going to say. Um, I say check it out and, um, you know, go, go look for it on Hulu if you have a Hulu membership. Anyway, so Letter Kenny, I'm watching that. And that one, I think it has the same kind of thing where the episodes are, um, they're not that many episodes. How do I see? Uh, oh, here we go. Go to the details page. Actually, there are six seasons. And where are the episodes? Okay, there's the episode. So there's six episodes in each season. Same like the British shows. And you can, um, and again, they're like 22 minutes long. You can get through the whole thing in a short time. But I think it's it's quite funny in terms of like really dry humor and stupid little pranks and the characters. There's, there's like a huge range of characters on there. So anyway, go check out Letter Kenny on Hulu. And I'll stop talking about that now. <laughs> so next up is... Um, Sticking with the television, actually, I should say, sticking with the television theme. Yesterday on um, Kelly and Ryan, what's the name of that show? Live with Kelly and Ryan. I watch it every day, but I, I don't know why I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, they had Kyle Richards on there from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, I don't think I've mentioned it on here, but um, it was, I think it was like at the end of the summer, I completely stopped watching. All of the Real Housewives. Just I just said this is it. I can't take it anymore. These are like there's especially Atlanta. They were um, completely like set up and not Atlanta. I'm thinking New Jersey, not not Atlanta. It, New Jersey. The fights were set up. You can tell that the producers are trying to get these ladies to fight with each other, and it was just so fake. I said I just can't watch this anymore. So I totally gave up on all of them. However. Next week on, I think it's the, uh, February 12th, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is coming back. And I think I'm going to watch it because all the same ladies came back for this uh, season nine, I think it is. Yeah, the ninth season. And they have added Denise Richards. Now, if I remember correctly, Denise Richards is married to, oh God, what's that guy's name? Jerry, um, oh, I think it's Jerry O'Connell. You know, I should probably look that up because I am not so sure about that. But I think Jerry O'Connell is is kind of hot. He he never um, seems to get a show of his own. But um, O'Connell, let's see. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Let's see who he's married to. Oh, no, he's not married to Denise Richards. He's married to Rebecca Romaine, who used to be married to, wasn't she married to, um, what's the guy's name? John Stamos? Oh, I'm totally thinking about the wrong person. Then I should look up um, Denise Richards. Who was she married to? Oh, you know who I think she was married to? Was she married to the guy um, who... uh, Yes, Charlie Sheen. She was married to Charlie Sheen. That's who she was married to. She's not married to him now. It looks... Oh, no, she married Aaron... Fipers, Fipers, in 2018. So she is married. But anyway, 
I think she's a pretty lady. But um, she's going to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And so I think that's going to be enough to make me come back to watch the show. Of course, if it starts to get on my nerves again like the other ones did, then I will probably drop it. But I, I really kind of like Beverly Hills because I like um, seeing when Camille... Um, uh, God, what's her name? <laughs> I am horrible with names. Plus, you know, I'm old, so I can't remember things. But she was married to Frazier, the guy who played Frazier. Camille, what's his name? God damn it, I can't believe I can't think of these names. Um, Camille. Camille Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, of course. God, I can't keep this shit straight. She sometimes, sometimes um, is a friend, they call it, on... Um, the Housewives. So I'm looking up the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, so coming back this season are um, where is it? Kyle Richards, Lisa Vanderpump, Lisa Renna, Erica Gerard- Girardi, Dorit Dorit Kemsley, and I can't stand her. I was really hoping she would leave. I just do not like her. Teddy Mellencamp's coming back. And then in the new one is Denise Richards. And then the the friend is going to be Camille Grammer. She was a friend last year. She's a friend again this year. See, they have um, different designations. Like a friend, I guess, maybe shows up more than once. And then they have a then they have guests. Um, like last year, Adrian uh, Maloof was a guest, and she was on the original um, cast. And then this year, a guest is going to be Kim Richards. So we'll see what's going on with her. Brandy Glanville. I remember Brandy. God, she's been gone for a long time. And I thought they said somebody else was going to be back as a friend, but I don't see anybody else listed as a friend. Or a guest, that is, I should say. Huh. Anyway, so I'm going to watch it, hoping that it will be much better this year. I didn't mean for this episode to completely turn into a television thing, because I do have a couple other things I want to talk about. Um, And I should probably move on now. So, um, actually, the other one, just let me mention this. The other Housewife show I might watch again is New York because I really like the characters, the uh, women on that show. But that's, I don't think that comes on to the winter time. I don't remember. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, so you know that I am from this, I am originally from the state of Virginia. Virginia. I spent the majority of my life living in Virginia. And this week, um, was it this week or late last week? Oh, it was fr- like Friday night, Friday afternoon that this was uh, announced that the governor, the current governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, was seen in his college or medical school yearbook next to a picture of somebody in blackface and somebody in a Ku Klux Klan outfit. And at first he said, yep, that's me. But I think he meant, yes, that's me in the other picture because there's like there's like three or four pictures on the page, and he is in one or two of them. But it's very hard to tell who the blackface person is, or and obviously who the Ku Klux Klan person is, because they have a hood on. So first he said, it's me. Then he said, no, it's not me. And there's been, you know, you could probably even say hundreds of people, or maybe even thousands of people, who have said, it is time for him to resign. And, and at first I thought, surely in the next hour or two, he will resign. And then the lieutenant governor, who actually happens to be a black man, um, Justin Fairfax, will take over as governor. So this went on the whole weekend. He kept um, having meetings with his um, staff and his uh, advisors and stuff. And 
they all thought that he was going to say that he would resign. But um, as of this morning, and today is Wednesday, and it's about 10.30 in the morning, he is not resigning, as far as I heard, because um, I watch the news, and I'm looking at Washington Post, and he's not going to resign. But, but then here's the other interesting thing. So Justin Fairfax, the lieutenant governor, um, something was released about him. Supposedly, he um, sexually... Har- not harassed, but um, or he had sex with uh, some woman in 2004 at the um, Democratic National Convention, supposedly, allegedly. But he says that that relationship was consensual, and it was not any kind of a sexual attack or anything like that. I, what I just find interesting is that both the governor and the lieutenant governor of the state um, have been... Um, whatever, had controversies coming out about them, and all within like just a couple of days. Well, if you look a little bit into it and which magazine, which uh, source these originated from, they're from a GOP um, website. I can't think of the name of it now. Um, my husband told me about it, and I forgot what it was. But um, both of these um, stories came from a, a Republican right-wing uh, website that have been digging and digging and digging and trying to find dirt on the leadership of the state of Virginia. And it's like, why? What's the point of that? Well, Ralph Northam, the governor, literally, it was just at the end, or barely at the end of the controversy of the abortion bill last week. Of Because there was, a, there was an abortion bill working through the legislature that um, was for late-term abortions, up, you know, like up to the second before the baby is born, they could have had um, an abortion for... But it was very specific. People just hear that and they think, oh, a normal full-term full term baby can be aborted right before it's going to be born. That's actually not the way it is. the legislation is written. It is only in the case of um, uh, the mother could possibly die or the baby could possibly die. Or it's like so deformed or whatever or has, um, you know rare cases of a chance that these babies will not be um, survive and will not survive outside the womb. Anyway, so that got totally blown out of proportion and I felt bad for him because he was he was you know on the side of signing the bill, but then it didn't get didn't get through um, the second part of the legislature legislature. So anyway, so he was at just at the end of that, and then here comes this thing about the um, blackface. Now, I, I, I have a hard time. I'm having a really hard time deciding if I think he should resign or not. Um, one side of me says that he absolutely must resign because that is offensive and is definitely not the direction Virginia is taking at this time, and there should be absolutely no blackface or... You know, Ku Klux Klan uh, imagery or whatever in the state of Virginia. And the the other sad part that makes me say he should resign is because he admitted after that that he did blackface again or that he did blackface to be Michael Jackson to go to a Halloween party in the 80s. I'm just like, dude, shut your mouth. You should not have said that kind of thing. You know, so that's the one side of me saying you should definitely resign. I mean, this is just, this is... um, reprehensible and it's just unforgivable then the other side of me says if that's not him if he's not the man with the black face and he's not the man with the Ku Klux Klan robe how did that picture get onto his page one 
And two, since it's come out now, clearly it's a um, political shot, you know, from the right trying to get him out of office. And if I'm looking at it that way, then I say he shouldn't resign. So that's why I say I have a really hard time. But everyone I am hearing and seeing and um, reading about, especially on Facebook, all my uh, people who live in Virginia are saying he needs to resign, he needs to resign, he needs to resign. But then, then you'd have Justin Fairfax, the lieutenant governor, and what would happen then? Would he... Um, would it would be proven that he did sexually assault some woman back at the 2004 Democratic Convention or not? So I mean, it's just. And then who takes over after the lieutenant governor isn't isn't um, fit? Is it the um, what's the uh, um, excuse me the guy who runs the legislature the um, representatives? I can't think. I I, don't, I can't think of what it's called in Virginia. But anyway, so. I don't know. I'm, I'm wrestling with that. And he probably will eventually resign, but, um, and he probably really should. I don't even know why I'm even questioning it, but I just, I get mad when, when these right-wing political people, you know, go way back. I mean, this is from 1984 and, and granted that's like 35 years ago. There was there at that time, because I lived here then, there was still, um, major racism going on in the state of Virginia. Uh, maybe not as much in Northern Virginia, but definitely in the rest of the state. But um, anyway, um, I better stop this because I have gone overboard again. But I do want to say that we are having some crazy-ass weather. Yesterday, it was 74 degrees. And exactly a week before that, it was 10 degrees. So it's like this crazy weather. And of course, it is the undeniable climate change that is causing it. But I don't want to get into that topic today because I'm already over my time. Anyway, that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, bye.